Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies. One minute at a time. Minute by minute. A minute per episode. Yep. What? What? <laughs> One minute per... Yeah. So today we're talking about Castle in the Sky. That's a Ghibli movie. And we're talking about Minute 43. Minute 43 starts with Sheeta gasping in recognition. I feel like she does that a lot. Yeah. And it ends with Muska telling Sheeta he wants her to cooperate. Yeah, it's in the... Subtitle says, I need your cooperation. Right. But in the Japanese is Kyoyoku Shite yeah. Hoshi. Hoshi. Need would be more Hitsuyo, but this is Hoshi. Want. I want your cooperation. Like a Sony MD. MD Hoshi. Sony MD. Okay. So it, it was silent while we were looking at the robot. But now we have now we have these the mystery synth flute the suspenseful <laughs> the suspenseful I think this is the do same do do yeah, yeah I think this is the same music that plays when Muska and Sheeta are in like the throne room or whatever is it it could be it it sounds familiar like the the tension it the atmosphere it creates is the same so behind Sheeta here we see like more instruments like yeah. the, the previous minute behind her we saw like cables mm-hmm. or like conduits like stuff and like yeah. kind of cables and tubes or something mm-hmm. here we see like stuff that looks like it might be like in dr frankenstein's lab oh yeah i guess they're in shadow they look like they're in the like they're in the wall <laughs> they look like they're like covered in something but i guess just that they're in they're just they're all purple like they're, they're monochrome i guess is what makes me think that but like maybe this... that's because they're in the back of the room they're painted like the same color as the wall yeah it, yeah but i they're feel just like indicated with shadows yeah were you expecting more effort than uh no it's just it looks i mean it looks like they're all it looks like there's like a big copper plate like <laughs> put on the wall right with just like some uh indent you know, indentations or like some raised parts too, mm-hmm. so that you know to cover the whatever equipment is lined up. That's what it looks right. like, but it's obviously that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's probably just because only the center of the room is lit. Probably. Oh yeah, that's probably why. Like the the walls and the corners are in shadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sheeta gasps, and her the the shine in her eyes start to shake, like she's about to cry. <laughs> yeah, she's about to cry. The, ins- the insignia was carved on your fireplace. Uh, how? Okay. He was there at her house, right? Yeah. That's not what I'm asking. If you're trying to like, if you're keeping from your daughter or like just from like people who don't know that you're a Laputin. Why would you have that on your... How How obvious can you be by putting that above your fireplace? Why would you have that above your fireplace? Like, I understand that it's important to remember but maybe like a smaller less obvious thing would be more practical yeah like in a locket yeah that you can take out and open and look at but it's closed most of the time right or maybe that's on that's insignia is like on your fine china that you only take out for (laughs) most of the time it's for weddings yeah it's on the family reunions or thanksgiving dinner or something or something how obvious can you be about being Laputin. Yeah, if you're you're in exile and you're setting up 
a nice quiet existence where you don't want to average. Yeah, why would you put that? You're building your house. Hmm, what should I put over the fireplace? This giant emblem. We don't know if it was giant, but just a very obvious clear... enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's. I didn't think of that. I think it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> it's, so he it says it protects its owner and will guide her back to the... He's talking about the, the stone. stone. So the he's stone ex- works only in your hands. It protects its owner, blah, blah, blah. Blah, you're right. We figured this out. Don't worry. Yeah, and then... Yeah, it's it's weird that Japanese doesn't quite say that. Mm-hmm. It does say it quite so. So it only works in your hands. In your okay. hands, yeah. But then I guess there's a little bit uh, extra information. He says, uh, basically, you inherited this stone that has this power. Like, Ishi wa mochi nushi o mamori ka tenku no no puta e kairu toki no michi shirabe toshite kimi ni uketsugareta ta. So you inherited this stone. To go back with to... his powers. Yeah. This stone only works in your hands. This stone, which protects the bearer and will show the way back to Laputa someday. Mm-hmm. You inherited that stone. Right. So that little inherited part doesn't show up in the... In the subtitles? Subti- the English subtitles. Mm. Yeah. And... and then she says, I know nothing of this. Uh, but, uh, of course, she's proven to us, the audience, already that, that she's a liar. That, yeah, she's a liar. She knows her real name. She knows she's Laputin. So how are we supposed how, to trust her now? Yeah, like... I know nothing of this. Uh, I don't no, I don't think so. I think your mother, when she was dying, told you everything. <laughs> or even before that. Or, yeah. yeah. And even after, like, Muska's insistence of, like, it only works in your hands, did, like, da-da-da-da-da, she she suggests, just take it, take it if you want, just leave us alone. It's like, no, it only works in your hands, we need you. Yeah. Why aren't you getting that? (laughs) Muska looks a little little pudgy. Pudgy? A little thick in this scene. (laughs) He looks like... Mm -hmm. Oh, don't you don't you think so? Yeah, I think little. he definitely has like a dad bod. A dad <laughs> underneath that suit. Yeah, you yeah. don't think he's just buff? No, no, no. He's got a dad I think bod. He's got yeah. He's, he's lived got like a thick middle. <laughs> Not exactly a spare tire. Not that far. No, I mean his like chest is. Maybe it's just because I identify with him too much. I think he also has a dad bod. I mean, he's living luxuriously enough, like where he could get a dad bod. yeah and he's a pencil pushing geek right <laughs> you <laughs> just kidding yeah he sarcastically deals with superiors <laughs> i don't deal with my superiors that not way. sarcastically but with no. co-workers yeah my employees yeah yeah so here's where he talks a little bit about the politics yeah he says it isn't just he says you think this is some kind of treasure island it's just some place to get loot or something Nope, not so. Yeah, but he's like, this, you can, even you can understand, like, the danger to world peace that such a fearsome power represents. So wouldn't that mean you should leave it alone? Right. And not try to find it? 
Like, if it explodes, ooh, we weren't in charge of that. Like, oh, well, it's in the sky Does it, I anyway. mean, the only reason to go find it is if somebody, you think somebody else has it, is, are, is also on track to find it, and you need to get there before they do. An arms race. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. But again, we don't know... Who the enemy is. Who the enemy is. Who else might find it? Pirates? Pirates? What are they? They just want loot. They're going to treat it like a treasure island. Yeah. So I don't know. Is there... So is the world at peace now besides the pirates? If he says peace will be threatened? Oh, there's no indication of like a greater... Or like a greater and or equal power They're into some the government. packs, whatever. Yeah. We don't hear about some other country like... Yeah. Like Tolmechia, you know, like in Naushka, you've got the valley, you've got Tolmechia, and then you've got... Yeah, the only thing we've got is that poster. Yeah, which... In uh, his boss's house. Which is, I think, for the government that is going after Nabuta. And, like, that military poster could be to, like, fight pirates, not, like, a different country. Do you think it's a volunteer army? Do you think... So, uh, I'm, I'm wondering if... Obviously, we're seeing a lot of the army. Yeah. Is, is it, it big enough to provide like, you know, like a Pax Romana or a Pax Americana where like their army is, is unrivaled so they can maintain peace? Oh. Right? There's no other smaller right. conflicts because they know they don't want the large army to get involved. Right. And just clean up the mess. That's the kind of the feeling I get. With this you, government? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Do you think, it's a, do you think they have a draft? A dream. Or it's a volunteer army? I think it's... I think Pazu is going to get drafted in a couple of years. No, I think I think it's a volunteer yeah. thing just because there's a poster yeah. like encouraging instead of like, here's the date where you have to sign up. Uh, yeah. Do it, you know. Yeah. So I get like a volunteer I vibe. I agree. American Empire military yeah. thing. Yeah. And after Muska declares that Laputa is a... And a Dreadful empire that once ruled the earth. He gets his glint in his glasses that makes yeah, him his look all the are more menacing. A lot. Just they happen to glint. <laughs> he moves his head. Right. They happen to glint at effective moments as well. <laughs> yeah, and she's she's covering her face with both of her hands. Is she crying? I don't know. Maybe she just doesn't want to see it. She's trying to think up of another lie. Of <laughs> she can. Okay, How can what? I convince them that I don't know anything? <laughs> that I don't know all the things that obviously I obviously know. Yeah, right. Yeah, even you. Yeah, just Muska like towering over her and then like leaning down to her level is just so like higher power e. It's very like menacing and like I have control. <laughs> yeah, it's a clear power dynamic here. Yeah. Even though she's the one that can operate the stone. <laughs> she's also 12 yeah <laughs> at most yeah yeah he's like high key pressuring her like you must know how to get so to we don't see any of the scientists that are studying this are they on break do they stop they give yeah. up and stop i don't are he they mentioned scientists right yeah. or science that can't figure stuff out Did they like research this like a while ago and they're done so they like vacated they're just or did he just say hey i gotta show this to a to kid. Shita, so you guys gonna take the afternoon. Yeah, don't scare Go her. Go see a movie or something. <laughs> yeah, because if there were scientists here, like, spoiler alert, the robot wakes up. 
Um, but if there were scientists here, like, and they were, like, monitoring, like, the activity inside the robot, they could be, like, oh, and, like, when Cheetah was near it, like, it, like... It jumped up, yeah, all these needles up. moved, yeah. Yeah, like, that would be... Again, like, Independence Day. Yeah. yeah, like, it would be an interesting, like, scene to watch. Yeah. But I, I kind of like the effect of, like, only Muska telling Cheetah this, because it, like, gives him that, like, I know everything... I'm the one person in charge of all of this. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense for him because he, it lets him control all the information. Right. Which, as a, what seems to be a secret agent or intelligence officer, mm-hmm. just makes total sense for his character. Right. Also simplifies the story. It, yeah. Less characters. Because mm-hmm. we don't get, like, like Dr. I don't know, Dr. Noctra or something. I don't know. Like, he's like, Muska's lying to you. This robot or something. Yeah. There's no like scientist on the side that could turn into a good guy and make the government look not so bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How many times do you think Shita suggested just like the Muska just taking the stone before this point? Do you think she insisted upon it a lot in the beginning? Like when they were first encountering her? Or do you think this is like a, the first? Yeah, we time? don't know how like how long she was in custody. Yeah. When we first see her at the beginning of the movie, did they just grab her? Had they just grabbed her like earlier that morning? Yeah, because she she looks younger in the flashback that we get of them walking up to her. Does she? It, that much? Not by a lot, but like a little more naive. I don't know. It's weird that they. He says that. Fearsome scientific power thrust Laputa into orbit. Yeah. I don't think that's in the Japanese. No, it's not no. as intense. <laughs> There's no mention of thrusting it into orbit. Laputa wa katsute osorubeki kagaku ryoku de tenku ni ari. So there's a fearsome power, fearsome scientific power that's... in the sky. Yeah, in the sky. Laputa is a fearsome scientific power in the sky. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. don't know orbit is a little bit weird it's a little it it seems like they built it on ground and then like shot it up into the air which is probably what they yeah. did but... and orbit sounds like space yeah to me instead of just in the sky yeah okay that's all i have all right check us out on twitter at ghibli minute mm-hmm. on facebook the on facebook the ghibli minute airship lounge it's our discussion group on facebook Mm -hmm. And we'll see you tomorrow here on Ghibli Ghibli Minute. Minute.